0: And they trade James Robinson. Trey Balke, you couldn't have made it 15 more minutes. And we could have talked about it as it was happening. But nonetheless, it happened. It's over. And now we react to it. Overtime with Kurtz and Middleton. Casey Kurtz, Brian Middleton. And we talk about it. James Robinson, the situation, the trade to the New York Jets. We talk about it all over the next hour. But first, Brian Middleton. And you know if he's not here, we have to check the traffic and see what he's up to. Leaving downtown, I-10 westbound. It's stop and go before
1: McDuff, but past that you're moving at the speed limit. Give yourself at least seven minutes to get from the 95 ramps out to the beltway. If you're heading out to the beaches, JTB eastbound, your delay start around Southside Boulevard, and this is from an earlier crash after Kernan that's over on the shoulder. Right now it's about 19 minutes to get from I-95 out to A-1A. With Jacksonville's most frequent traffic,
0: I'm Brian Middleton. Thank you, Brian Middleton. Maybe show up on time, but uh, we'll, we'll talk about that when he gets here. But the big story is the story you know. James Robinson on his way to the New York Jets. The Jags trade him for what is currently a sixth and what will likely be a fifth-round pick in the draft this season. And, boy, it kind of came out of nowhere, huh? I, we were just doing the show, didn't ha- know anything was coming. We leave, we're in the parking lot. Next thing you know, James Robinson is no longer a member of the team. And – And I think it's uh, an interesting decision for this Jacksonville Jaguar team. I'm not super-duper surprised. I'm annoyed, but not surprised. Brian Middleton, who has shown up late and has decided to make commentary as he's walking in without the microphone on. Why don't you turn the microphone on, Brian Middleton? That's kind of how this works. Unbelievable. The New York Jets, who needed a running back, will face. Oh, now you're here. Super Bowl champions in the making! (laughs)
1: Called it from the beginning. Was down on the Dolphins like my boy Aaron Schachter was high
0: on the jet. Okay. All right. Aaron Schachter, you're going to want to tune into our power rankings. You're going to want to do that. We do have power rankings coming up, but first we talk about James Robinson. Yeah. Brian Middleton, what happened? You tell me, uh, Nostradamus.
1: Huh? Did you even see the clip on Twitter?
0: I haven't seen the clip on
1: Twitter. Yeah, you should check it out, Casey, because you
0: don't even realize that you called this like 60 minutes before it happened. Oh, I called it in the morning, too. Yeah, Look at they, you. It made too much sense. The Jets needed a guy. The Jets are in it. James Robinson's a guy, and the Jags gave up on him. And here's the problem I have with it.
1: <laughs> Jeez, okay.
0: Did, did they not give up on him? Because they mean... totally stopped giving him the football and then traded him. Uh-huh. So they gave up on him. Okay. So we'll we'll continue on from that. That's what you're saying? Here's right, the problem ahead. I have with it. Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson is not having a banner a couple of days. That's that spotlight. Uh, Doug Peterson... After a game where James Robinson doesn't touch the football, says he's hurt, dealing with something, battling through something. Then he comes in on Monday, says, ah, you know, lower body, it's a thing. You know, we're working on it day to day. So either the Jets are the stupidest team in the league and traded for a hurt running back or Doug Peterson line. Or.
1: No. Yeah. Or. Or what? Maybe he does have some sort of
0: contusion. Casey Curse a contusion, you know what I mean? Then he'll we fail the, phys- then he'll feel the physical and he'll come back. Well, maybe or maybe not, Casey. I'm sure there's, like, gray area there. Well, the trade's official, so I don't think
1: we're worrying about that. Do you want James Robinson? Would James want to come back after this? No,
0: no. Even the, if he failed the physical? The point of the story. Oh, they'd have to trade him, Casey. They would. But Again. the point of the story, he's not coming back okay. because there's a situation that took place. And that's the problem I have with it. Okay. I think this is not a good look for the coach after you just had a coach that was a known liar. I think this is a bad situation for the Jags franchise, for one. You got players tweeting that they're mad about it. Jamal Agnew, Andre Sisco at Jags Report Live. Brent chased him down the parking lot, he wasn't happy about it. This came out of nowhere. This came out of left field after your coach stood up there and lied about it. It's not a good look for this team. Once again, they're in the middle of something that they shouldn't be in. It stems around James Robinson yet again. It's not a good look for this team right now.
1: Is that everything that you laid out? Yeah, but you I want to make sure I understood it. Okay. Hey, man, first of all, I'm happy for James. First and foremost, I'm going to go with the high road before I get into the nitty-gritty. I'm happy for James Robinson. Uh, as much as you called it, you know, I was co-signing it as well. And I was like, listen, if you got something else that you think is better, which would be, you know, Travis ETN, if you think that that's what you want to be your feature back, which understandably so. I think we both could agree with that. I think mm-hmm. a lot of Jags fans could agree with that. Then so be it. But listen, I'm good. And I mean that in multiple ways. I'm good on the field. I'm good because I've shown it in our wins. And I think I'm good on this organization. And I understand it's a business. I'm speaking from a James Robinson perspective, you know, potential perspective. So I'm happy for him.
0: No, James should be thrilled today.
1: He's on a, he's on a winning team, Okay. Uh, five and two. They're rolling. They are rolling they are. up there. And I think he's going to be able to fit in. I mean, I just think they he's going to be able to fit in there. It's going gonna, gonna to work. Yes, And I hope it works to a certain degree. I know it's the same conference as the Jags, but are they really going neck and neck at this point in the season? No, no they're, they're not, because one team has a bunch of wins and one team does not. <laughs> That's right. One has a bunch of losses. So from that perspective, the positive perspective, I'm happy for James. It gives him a better uh, – a better – a better – a uh, platform to showcase his skills, going into potentially getting James money. Team. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and so now that's moved aside, the happy stuff aside. I mean, I got to be real with you, Casey. When when he said in the press conference, you know, Coach Peterson that uh, that James was injured. It felt fake. Yeah. And then I leaned towards though. I was just like, well, you know what? Maybe it's something where maybe it's one of those things where you just kind of get hurt but you don't have to report it? Well, I no. mean, I don't, and I don't know what that is. I thought there were rules in place, but I don't know everything in the NFL. There rule are book. rules
0: in place. You yes. know what I'm
1: saying? So I'm like, hey, man, if that man tell me he's hurt, if that man tell me he was dealing with something either throughout the game and it just didn't get out or something like that, then okay. I'll take it face value. The reason why I think it looks a bit shady, a bit bad. Not that they care at all, but why I think most people look at it like, oh, you you trying to, you know, be a sleight of hand. You know what I mean? You're trying to, you know, throw the brick and hidey hand. That's what we say in South Carolina. Uh, it is because the trade happened not 24 hours later. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So now it's like this is what, there's a couple of different scenarios and they're all bad. Either Coach Peterson was, you know, lying. Mm-hmm. Right. Either Coach Peterson was kind of telling the truth. And like you said, the jets are so desperate. It's not that
0: can Akers e- is available.
1: Either. There's a lack of communication, which last year, probably, you know, that was one of the big, uh, boondoggles as well. The lack of communication, the poor communication when there was communication between the front office and the coaching staff, because if players are surprised, I would want to think that the coaches are surprised, but they couldn't, he couldn't could have been surprised by this. Not not coach Peterson, not I would think not even the coaching staff, but maybe right? maybe maybe they're they're moving in so much secrecy uh secrecy that that happens,
0: but there's no good options here, no, there's I not. just want to know which one it is here's here's what I hope happened. I hope James Robinson his agent went in there and said, "We' done. We're done with this. He's not hurt." We're doing this again. We're not doing this again. You get a 6th, 7th, 8th, 12th, 15th round pick in the MLB draft. I don't care. Get my man out of here. Yeah. I hope that's what happened because he's done too much for this team for them to treat him like what just happened, right? So I hope that it was facilitated by James Robinson and he gets to a spot now where he he can actually play football and not have to deal with the stuff he's dealt with for the last two years. But, Brian, to the the things that you're bringing up, the scenarios – you know, you got some. You're putting some together. The Jets might be stupid, maybe. I don't think so, because they've all of a sudden been making some pretty good moves, right? They, they did On well in the off. draft. Yeah. They did well in the free agency, right? On yeah. and off. Exactly. So, you know, it comes back to Doug Peterson maybe saying some things he shouldn't have said. And to your other point,
1: the amount of, and I'm not likening this to war, but the PTSD-type feeling that Jets fans like you just said, not a few, but a, a couple of minutes ago of last season, and how that went down. Yes, it, it is different in this sense, right? You know, you, it feels different, even though the product it, we're two and five. It, it doesn't look great on the field, but it looks it's better than up. last season. But this right here, in a four-game losing streak. Oh, I can. If any Jags fan that says that, you know what? I'm gonna hold off on the next couple of games, just right now, because I can't take any more. I I'm with you. I understand. Now I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna be there. But but yeah, this is uh, well, they they can't get to London and, and start that game
0: fast enough. They can't. And that's actually a good point in this, right? You have the PTSD of Urban Meyer who continued to lie about it. What does Doug Peterson say when he talks tomorrow? Right? Because he will do that. You know, he own it. What are you gonna do? I mean, those are the questions that's going to come. Trevor Lawrence probably going to talk tomorrow as well. You know, so. The questions will be asked. How do they answer it is the question, but I think this is a bad look, Brian. I think this is just... This this feeling is same old Jags. It's exactly what this is. You lose to the Giants at home, you lose to the Texans at home, you trade away a 1,000-yard rusher, and you lie about it. Same old Jags. Nothing's changed.
1: What's an acceptable response, though? Sunday night after that game, Sunday evening after that game in the press conference, what's an acceptable response when the question was asked, "What's going on with James? Why only you know?" Bro, Didn't assuming that plan? He, he's getting murdered for that, I guess it doesn't matter. He's getting murdered anyway. You might as well say something that's not. We think we seemingly a
0: complete we think lie. We had a Yeah. Chance to win. Yeah. I mean, okay. Right. I, well, let me ask you this, then. Okay. How would you take it if you heard your head coach lie and say, "Oh, he was hurt. He was banged up. You put the blame on him." Not, hey, you know what? He didn't fit in the game plan that we thought we were going to use this week. We were wrong, obviously, because we lost the game. What comes off better than yeah. he was a player? Yeah. yeah. I, I think there's more respect. You say, you know what? We, this is how we wanted to do it. We thought the quick game. We thought the speed. We thought that would work better against this defense. Obviously, we were wrong, and we're going to change the game plan as we move forward. Not, hey, you know, he's banged up. Mm, you know, lower body something, you know, one of the body parts down there, something banged up. No. But you know what? Hey, okay. Yes. On the grand scheme of things, Casey,
1: you need to be like a PR person. You know, they make a lot of money, too. You know, be a media person, kind of a consultant. Like, we're going into this. You know, these might be some of the points you want to hit. Uh, but, you know, do you, Doug? But these might be some of the points you want to hit. You know, they're going to ask you about this. Dah, 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 yeah. dah. I don't know if that's how it goes down. But Casey, that was a really good response, except for the fact what they did did work. At least with the Renegade, at least with, you know, ETN. And then at that point, I mean, I guess you're, you're, there's no good option, but I would rather that, Casey, since you're asking me the question, I would have rathered that right there. And maybe you're like, it didn't work as well as we wanted it to, even though, you know, Travis did get off again, uh, as opposed to what looks like it might not be accurate at all, what he said about the injury. Yeah. Um, but that being said, if they went on uh, Sunday, you know, and uh, it's yes. and Travis shows out, and, uh, you know, with three and five, this winning can
0: erase a lot of this really fast. But it's only Tuesday. It's only Tuesday. And now, I guess, and somewhat lucky for them, they go to London, so they're going to get away from it for a bit. Right. They're going to be on the plane for a long time, but... Uh, uh, in the chat, I think it's Irfan, but unconfirmed off the check. I can't see the name from here. But uh, Urban won the London game. Dougie P needs to win. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that is true. They I did sh- win in London with, with Urban Meyer. I will give you that. There is some sense of that. But uh, the one step further for me would be they're playing the Broncos, who are horrible. Yeah. No. The Broncos are not good. But to that point, winning cures everything. If they don't win this game. Oh, if they don't win this game and then James goes off. Oh! The only, the only oh, positive, boy. if you're Doug Peterson in that situation, okay. is the media is going to be mostly London media. And so the press conferences are always a little bit different. Stuart Weber will be there for uh, Action Sports Jack, so obviously he will have some questions to ask. But and the Jacks are like a home team over there. They are. They are the home
1: team. But a lot of people that like them over
0: there. Yeah. So it's... I'm just, overall, though, Brian, just the point of it, when you saw it, right, we were driving home, we just, I I started the show with this 15 minutes before or after the show ended. 15 minutes, Trent. Come on, listen to the program and do it while we're on the air, at least. But nonetheless, when it comes through, you hear it, you see it, what was your immediate reaction? Mine was like...
1: Uh Uh-oh. Wow. I was getting a bunch of text messages uh, and whatnot from people as well Mm -hmm. and just responding back to each of those. And wow, trying to tag it on Twitter with my uh, 236 followers. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow, good for James. That's how I did it. I held that wow out, like flavor, flame. Wow.
0: And then I said, good for James. I agree. I agree it's good for James. Like, I'm not mad at James here. Even if he, if James asked for a trade, I'd be like, you should have. Know your worth, King. I just wish they, I wish they're not giving it to yeah, you. I wish they could have figured it. I wish there was
1: a scenario where it worked out better with these two backs because I think that you need two backs. You do. As dynamic as ETN is, I I really want to see him get through this whole season. Because if he gets hurt better. On top of if James actually shows out and helps the Jets in the way that we think he can and, and stuff that he's proved here in Jacksonville.
0: That might be all she wrote for Trent. This could get uh, very yeah. Jaguars very quickly. Isn't that something? If it hasn't already. Oh, uh, uh, man. I just said it. This feels very same old Jags-ish. You know, know, it could yeah. it could get bad. It, it
1: could. but it For everybody feels, involved. But I don't think that you... Yeah, I think so. But this isn't something that you lose a... You lose a team over, right? Like, the team uh-huh. understand this is a business. Now, this is a business now. Yes. But if it are not be... If the scenario that you put out is true, like, where James and his agent were like, uh-uh, okay, okay, we see what this is. Y'all yeah. need to make this happen. And it just so happens that the Jets or these teams would be... We we shopped around for the deal. Yes. And these are some of the teams. And then we have the Jets as well. Y'all need to make this happen. Mm-hmm. Or, or else the next couple of weeks is going to get uncomfortable. Yes. Now, if that's a scenario, then, you know, maybe James has enough, you know, personal relationship with, you know, a lot of the guys on the team who are openly upset about it and may not know the whole story, and maybe he can share
0: that with them. But anything other than that, it just – to be honest, I think that that would be okay, right? Because it is a business, and I think the players, they're looking out for each other. Yeah. And James is trying to get paid. You know it's not going to get him paid? Zero carries for the rest of the season. Yeah. So he's going to go to the Jets and get carries and has an opportunity to get paid. Yeah. I think they would appreciate that more than if, I mean, if the head coach lied about it and yeah, then yeah, got yeah. to this situation, right? I think... The caught off guard nature that we saw from Jamal Agnew on Twitter that we heard about from Andre Sisko, from Brent Martineau. They ain't know nothing. And that's a problem. Like, again, I don't necessarily expect to be these guys negotiating trades. I don't expect that at all. But at the same time, four touchdowns in three games. He was RB1 seven weeks ago. And without warning, is no longer one of your teammates. It's not that without warning, honestly, that
1: that part, Casey, I I I'm I'm gonna jump off. Mm-hmm. Like it can happen at any moment. That's why I'm such for the players, regardless of the sport. That's why I'm so happy, uh, about how the strides that the NBA players have made and what the major league baseball players been on. Mm-hmm. They've been on it. Even when they strike, you know what I mean? Like but they the contracts and the way that they get paid and whatnot. I'm normally I'm like ninety percent of the time on the player's side. But that without warning, you know, like I think that's a part of the business. It's not being upfront about it. And I get not wanting to be upfront because you can't talk about deals, you know, in the media, but then, you know, if you're going to fudge or lie just a bit, you know, you you do what you said. Uh, It it didn't fit the game plan. We were wrong. Maybe we should have implemented him in a different way. That's on me. And then there's a trade and people are like, Oh, you were doing this too, as opposed to saying he was. Yeah. So like you can trade him without warning. And you Mm -hmm. really don't have to tell the players. But I don't know what it takes as an NFL coach to keep the morale in the locker room and to not lose a team. I'm not saying that Doug Peterson has done anything close to losing a team. I'm just saying this was last year with with the stuff that Urban Meyer pulled. And seven games into the season, they hadn't won their second game yet. They they were still one in, in six. But they were coming up on their second win in the next couple of weeks. I don't know. I feel like if Urban Meyer had done this... That would have been, you know, my, that might have sunk everything sooner. He might have got fired even sooner, even though, well, Trent Baalke or, or whoever it is that they wanted to, you know, put the, the blame on right there. That being said, all that aside, Casey Kurtz, the sixth-round pick that's conditionally a fifth-round pick. A
0: fifth. Like, they'll get to the fifth. He needs to run for 26 yards a game the rest of the season. Is that
1: solid? That's solid for you? For what it was for the scenario? You, Not no. his actual worth, like, worth scenario Yeah I in.
0: mean technically An undrafted guy for a fifth Like it makes business sense But Okay Okay I'm sure they'll draft The Hall of Famer With the fifth round pick They can't draft The Hall of Famer With the first round pick So I'm sure they'll do great In the fifth round By the way the I don't know Was Tefelli a fourth Or fifth rounder It doesn't matter They cut him And now he's the Number Amazing. one defensive tackle Yeah that run. Wow Yeah Sorry uh, it, it's feeling very Jags-ish on a Tuesday, all right. <laughs> oh,
1: Things are not boy. going
0: well in the River City right now.
1: So you telling me that James Robinson is gonna—he's gonna break two thousand this season. Why not? Already, okay. Well, I'll tell you him. what, though.
0: Good for him. Jets-Jags, December twenty-second, I think it is, on a Thursday night. Boy, they're excited. Amazon Prime's like, listen, we got graphics already in the bank. You know, finally, we got a Thursday night game. <laughs> I'll be real with you. I hope James runs for a whole bunch on the Jags defense that has forgotten how to play. No,
1: nah, I ain't going to say all that. Now nah, I want him to do well, but not against the Jags. I'm good on that. That makes one of us.
0: We can disagree. It's fine.
1: I want him okay. to have made his money by the time. When, when did you say? December when? 22nd. 22nd, right before Christmas? Yes. I want him to have made his money before then with great performances, but on the 22nd? On the 22nd? Yeah, man, I need Josh and the boys, and I need them to go ahead and shut that down.
0: So, are things falling apart in Jacksonville? I guess we'll find out after the game in London. But not a banner couple of days here for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Here's, by the way, an idea I have that we'll find out if this was the Jags, if this was James Robinson. They got plenty of other guys they could trade. You got Jawan Taylor on a contract here. You got Evan Ingram on a contract here. Shaq Griffin, Rayshon Jenkins. So, if they're really feeling that type of way, they got other guys that could be traded. I don't know what's going to happen there. I'd be surprised, but...
1: Well, with all those guys, they don't have someone who's a clear-cut, just number one that they, they're they fighting it out with that has proven that, okay, he's going to... He's trending towards being that number one the way that ETN is.
0: Well, I mean, you could trade Evan Ingram and feel okay about Dan Arnold. Okay. You could trade Jawan Taylor and feel pretty good about Walker Little. Could you? You'd you'd feel
1: pretty... You'd come in here the next day and be like, I'm done with the Jags. No, I'm I'm saying you could. I'm
0: saying you could. I'm not saying I would. No. uh, okay. I think they made a bad pick with Walker Little. Now he's on the bench. So trade him. I don't know. But they got plenty of dudes that could be traded. Mm. So if if that's what this is now, if this is fire sale in Jacksonville, which I think would be dumb, you got plenty of other... There's plenty of fifth-round picks out there. There's still like 31 of them. They could have them all. They just got to try really hard. You know what I'm saying? It's feeling very jaggish. Holy cow. What a Tuesday. Still a fan? Yeah, okay. unfortunately. You still going to go to the game? I'm like, everybody else listening. They're like, yeah, what choice do we have? All right.
1: Still going to use your credentials? Yeah, I'll scan it. Right, I just want to make it, sure, man, because you... Tough day in
0: Jacksonville. Anyway, overtime with Kurtz and Middleton, ESPN 690. Usually, I'm excited for the power rankings. Now, I'm just like, well, power rankings. Power rankings Tuesday. Most disappointed fan bases... Yeah. Jags? Yo. I- <laughs> Jags? Are we coming? I know.
1: I just caught the title of the show today. Same old Jags.
0: J-Rob Feel- Tribute Tuesday. Yep. All right. <sighs> Overtime oh, with Kurtz and Middleton. We'll be right back. Tuesday, a tribute to James Robinson Tuesday on overtime with Kurtz and Middleton ESPN 690. The power rankings are coming up and I'm doing my power rankings, right? And I'm like, are after you get past the five, one through five, like, are any of these teams any good? So I just said to Brian, how many teams could really win the Super Bowl right now? I think there's three Philly, Kansas City and the Buffalo. Brian said, yeah, maybe four. So you got another one in there? Okay. I I, I could hear it, but, like, is the NFL down right now? Like, we're still watching. Apparently. Like, I'm not – is it really that close? Maybe it is. It just doesn't feel that way. Maybe after watching the Jags lose to the Giants, I'm just out of whack. But I just feel like there's not that many great teams because I'm telling you, I get to five in the power rankings, I'm like, this could be any – Type of order I could have 10 teams In these last 5 spots And I don't feel strongly About any of them I do feel strongly About the top 5 So if you missed it Last week The broadcast on Brian Middleton Who's on the 1's and 2's Had the Jets at like Number 2 Had the Vikings At like number 4 I think the Falcons Were in there You did a bunch of Wild stuff last week In Mm -hmm. the Jair rankings
1: Number 1 The Jets were 3 Yes And the Vikings were Mm 5 Where you put them As well You put them at 5 as well Yeah coming off a bye
0: They're not staying there so we tweak league, Brian Milton.
1: I hey. feel you, man. I'm All glad right. you said that, Casey Kurtz. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. All right, man. Uh, I think you started last time, so okay. uh, so I'll start this week. Go ahead. All right? Oh, wow. I got that loud. <clears throat> Ooh, should have got some water. All right. Starting off with my number one, Casey Kurtz. I just want to tell you one thing, man. Uh, not to pat myself on the back, but when I say I'm a visionary, I mean I'm a visionary like Bill Gates, okay? I'm oh, a visionary... Okay. Like the person that made up Cheesecake Factory. I'm a visionary, Casey Kurtz. Like Bill Belichick when he uh, had Tom Brady. Not after, though. not None of the stuff not he's done after. afterwards, okay? And so this is why I'm not afraid to make certain choices and certain opinions vocal, all right? Sure. So for my number one, Casey Kurtz. Don't do it. Don't for do my it. number one, Casey Kurtz. Don't do it. Hold on. What? Yeah, for my number one, Casey Kurtz. Don't do it. I got the New York Jets. And let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. I said Zach Wilson and the boys, yeah. I said Souths and the boys. I did say Souths and the boys. They're playing the best football after seven weeks of games, okay? Now, if they had Brees Hall still, I would be saying this unequivocally for probably the next couple of weeks, but because they are playing great football, on the offensive and the defensive side. And now they just added one of the best running backs that you just said in the NFL. Tell me where the holes are. Tell me where the holes are. The New York Jets, a.k.a. the New York Aaron Schachters. The green and white for one week sit at the top of my power rankings. And I don't know. They may be on the road right now, Casey Kirk, but I got the New York Jets
0: at number one. What you got? YB in the chat sums it up perfectly. Hell no. <laughs> hey, I hear you, YB. You know what I mean?
1: Everybody can't be a visionary, though. First they hate you, then they mock you, then they ask you, how can I get on your level? But that's all good, man. you just going through the phases, YB. Casey, what you got for number one?
0: YB, you know, good, you know good stuff when you see it because that's definitely not it. Uh, yeah, I got to fill it out Eagles. Again, undefeated. Mm. MVP of the league right now is the mm. quarterback. <laughs> Good defense, good offensive line, coming off a bye, going to be even stronger. Uh, y- you know, I don't even need to give it a whole spiel because they're still undefeated. They still have not lost a football game. The Jets have lost twice. The fact that you put the Jets up there is wild. But it's the Philadelphia Eagles, still the best team in the league, no doubt about it. We move on. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, you know.
1: It's easy to go with the crowd. Next up, number two, Casey Curse. Um... <clears throat> Last week's number two, Casey, uh, Casey, the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, for all the reasons that uh, I always say, they do what needs to be done. I think they're the best team in the league still, regardless of how many games fully uh, hasn't lost yet. Like, I, I think that they uh, know what to do, number one. But also, it took care of a San Francisco team that we thought righted the ship. They did not right mm-hmm. the ship. Or maybe they did, and Kansas City is just that much better. I think that's it. And the Bills, uh, I I know you had them
0: high beforehand.
1: I know that— I did.
0: I had the Bills as two last week.
1: Yeah, and, you know, for Kansas City to play the Bills so close, even in a home game, honestly, they're the only team that I think would have an argument to really, you know, if someone wanted to put them above— Kansas City on my list, even though I got the Jets above there. So, I'm going to go with Kansas City at number two. They won their game. They didn't take the week off in a bye. I'm going to go with them. What do you got for number two, Casey?
0: I also have the Kansas City Chiefs. I think um, I, San Francisco's pretty good. And Kansas City just said, "Nah, we're gonna we're gonna take care of that." I still think San Francisco is a good team, but Kansas City just dismailed them, and they got everything working. And if those wide receivers start getting in a groove with Patrick Mahomes, like Juju said, like they're kind of they're rolling now. Nicole Hardman, gonna be tough to beat. Gonna be tough to beat. They're transitioning in the backfield to Isaac Pacheco. Okay, I'm not mad at it. A lot of pieces on Kansas City, uh, number two team in the league. I feel good about it. All right, Casey. Three. At number three, uh, you'll like this. one. I got the
1: Buffalo Bills, listen, man. That's when you take week right off, when you take the the week off, okay? I don't know if you got better or worse. All right, I didn't knock you out of the top ten, and I, I like your team. You know, your quarterback's fine. You know, your wide receivers are impeccable. Fine. The defense is amazing. My quarterback I, I like is it.
0: fine. Yeah,
1: I mean Josh Allen. He's gonna. He's a pro bowler. You know what I mean? I think he's gonna do well a in the pro playoffs. bowler. But hey, man. At number three, I think that's fair. That's fair for the Buffalo Bills. Once they get back on the field and start proving themselves again, you know, they have the chance to move up. Back up to, you know, number two or maybe maybe number one, depending if Kansas City is removed from the NFL. Who you got?
0: The Buffalo Bills. Oh, there you go. The quarterback is more than fine. He's actually very good. Okay, he's actually great. He's yeah. actually one of the best in the league. He's yeah, a lot there. better than fine. No, I agree. Uh, taking a week off, okay, the bye, come back better off the bye, but again, it goes back to my earlier point. It's the Eagles, it's the Chiefs, it's the Bills, and it's everybody else for me right now. And it's not even close. I've got some other teams on here. Okay, they might be able to beat these teams if they had to. But these are the three best teams in the league by far, by leaps, by bounds. Those are the only three teams right now I can see winning the Super Bowl. And I got the Bills at number three.
1: Make good points there, Casey. Number four, Casey, I think this is an obvious one to everyone as well. Listen, the New York Giants, I get it, man. They, they win games in the fourth quarter. You know, they face adversity. They, uh, they, they are able to overwhelm their opponents eventually, say, for one time. And you can see this team growing each and every week. We saw it with our own eyes here at the bank. Uh, Daniel Jones is saying, hey, Jalen. Jalen, I know you can barely hear me, but I'm creeping up on you. Huh? Cause if my team goes sixteen and one, Jalen Hurts, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take that MVP from you. Okay, I'm over there in the NFC East with you as well. I'm facing the same competition you are, and you're only one game better. But the the difference between me and you, one, I got a Saquon Barkley, and two, we've shown that we can face adversity and we win, and we win, and we win. So I got the New York Giants at number four on my power rankings. Casey Curtis. who you got?
0: 202 yards passing and a touchdown a bucko 7 and another one on the ground that's the quarterback of the New York Giants and what he did to the Jacksonville Jaguars I also have the New York Giants at number 4 they continue to find ways to win football games it's at some points it's incredible when you watch them play and wide receivers drop open passes but nonetheless they get it done and I'm I'm not going to disrespect them I haven't been I've had them in a fair spot in the power rankings and they're still in a fair spot because they keep on Winning. Daniel Jones is playing his way into a contract that they'll probably regret, but we'll have to see how that plays itself out. That division's all of a sudden good. They will still have business to take care of with the Eagles, but I like what the Giants are doing. They have the best running back in the National Football League in Saquon Barkley, and, you know, they cooking. They cooking right now. They got a great coach who's not staying in front of the podium lying. I will say that. (laughs) Got the Giants at number four. So, so
1: far, we've agreed on three of four teams. Ain't that something?
0: Yeah. Ain't that something? The consensus is forward for, for me. But anyway, go on. Okay. And number five, uh, you and know. If it's not the Eagles. I might quit the job. Well,
1: this team is solid. Uh, Philadelphia, yeah, okay. a solid team. And, and, you know, I appreciate what you've mm-hmm. done so far. But listen, it's not hate. I look at the whole product and I'm like, yeah, they're great front runners. Yeah, you know, they, they do well in the first half. But still, in the second half, in the fourth quarter, to their eighth. To their credit, they haven't had to shown that they can overcome that kind of adversity. But until they do, I mean, they're not the 72 Dolphins. They're not the 07 Patriots. I mean, unless they are and they go undefeated. But once they do that, Casey, you know, I'll move them up a space or two again. They've been number one on my list before. They can do it again. But a couple all of all that with that they took the week off. I mean, listen, what do you do? I don't know if you got better or you got worse. So, you know, I got them at number five. Philadelphia Eagles.
0: So you got it's awesome, boys. I got the Jets at number five. I think it's appropriate spot for the New York Jets. They continue to win. They beat the Denver Broncos, which isn't that tough. Now, granted, I don't know if the Jacksonville Jaguars can do it, but I know that everybody else is doing it, so it seems like the popular thing to do right now is beat the Denver Broncos. They got better. The New York Jets got better today. They got worse on Sunday when Brees Hall got hurt. They got better today when they acquired James Robinson. So, I like what the Jets are doing. They hit on their picks. Sauce Gardner, good player. Garrett Wilson, good player. Jermaine Johnson, good player. The quarterback is sus. The cor- if the Jets, I'll tell you what, if the Jets had a, a different quarterback named Justin Fields, boy, I'd be high on him. Boy, I'd be high if on that him. That would be insane. And they could have. And I don't. I don't know what happened there. Zach Wilson is the only question right now for the New York Jets. Ain't that crazy? The coach seems solid. The defense is very good. The offensive weapons are good. They added a good running back today. And the only question is the number two overall pick in the draft. Off the field, guys, solid. Guy's a 10 out of 10 off the field. But, Zach, we got to get it going on the field if you want to continue the evolution of this team. I got the New York Jets as the fifth best team in the league right now.
1: All right, Casey. So, you know, uh, all right. Six through ten, really quick. Mm-hmm. I got the Vikings. I got the Cowboys. I got the Ravens. Finally put some respect on Tennessee's name. And listen, man, credit to Casey Kurtz, Pete Carroll, Geno Smith, everybody in the Pacific Northwest, mm-hmm. okay? Pete Carroll had it right. At number ten, I got the Seattle Seahawks, Casey Kurtz. Because doggone it, man, doggone it. Huh? Four, three. Really? Pete Carroll, man. Anybody see that?
0: Pete Carroll. What a guy. Sweet Pete. Good for Pete. Huh? My goodness. So that's why I got from 6 to 10, Casey Kurtz. After back-to-back 30-point weeks, give me the Cincinnati Bengals as the sixth-best team in the National Football League. Give me the Dallas Cowboys at number 7, the Minnesota Vikings at number 8. Brian Middleton, the Seattle Seahawks at number 9. Pete Carroll got it right. And the Miami Dolphins at number 10
1: I can't be mad with the, uh, I can't be mad
0: with there we go there we go power rankings Tuesday most frustrated fan bases we do that next overtime with Kurtz and Middleton we will be right back <laughs> Frustrated fan bases there's a few of them I have a feeling and we rank them well at least the top three. Overtime, Kurtz and Middleton. Brian Middleton, the broadcast on on the ones and twos. And Casey Kurtz with you up in about another 15 minutes or so. And we want to know who's frustrated. Brian Middleton, you got some, I got some. And listen, I just want to clarify, the Denver Broncos are like the all-time number one right now. I don't have them on my list this week, but I want you to know that those people are still mad. In perpetuity. Yeah, but I, I think the Raiders got off, which is cool. Yeah. Um, So, anyway, with that being said, I just want to, like, let people know that, like, Denver's still on the list. They just, there's other people that are mad, too. Got you. It's understood. You want to start or you want me to start? You got it. At number three? At number three. How about this one? And I don't feel bad for these people at all. But the Green Bay Packers fans, Mm. y'all got to be annoyed. Right? They got rid of Devontae Adams. Aaron Jones supposed to be a good back. A.J. Dillon. You got Aaron Rodgers. The defense is good. Matt LaFleur is supposed to be a great coach. Supposed to be. Boy, and they can't beat nobody. It is not looking good in Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers upset at the podium. All kinds of things happening for the Green Bay Packers. So I sense a little frustration from the Green Bay Packers fans, which, by the way, probably stems from being at least good in the regular season, regular season champs for the last, like, 12 years, and never winning a Super Bowl. Packers fans are upset. I know they are, Brian Nelson. and they got to be frustrated. I'm not mad at
1: that, Casey Kurtz. Uh, my number three, we're going to keep it right here at home. Right here in Duval County, the Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, uh, we've talked about it for most of the show. Why are you were frustrated? Uh, I'll hit the highlights. At number of, three? At number three. Uh, oh a lot of losses that should be wins, yes. uh, including this past week where you had the league going into the fourth quarter. Uh, Allow 200 yards plus yards rushing with a defense that you know is better than that. Uh, and now you don't have you know, one of your best players, Says James Robinson was. One of your best players yes, gone, gone for a sixth-round pick that will turn into a fifth-round pick, yes. we believe. So that's what I got for
0: number three, Casey. How about this one? Okay. Number two, the Chargers. Now, granted, Chargers don't got any fans, right? None. Very few L.A. Chargers fans. But, yeah, they should be a little annoyed. Your coach is dumb. Your coach is not a good coach. And they got Justin Herbert, who you can tell is incredibly talented. And they lose into the Seattle Seahawks at home. Pete Carroll had it right, but still, the Chargers, that doesn't make sense. The Chargers are too good to be this bad. Justin Herbert, are we slowing the roll on Justin Herbert? Because all of a sudden, you take Keenan Allen away, and it looks kind of sketch. I know they're 4-3. and three. They beat the Broncos, but again, who isn't? And they lose to the Seattle Seahawks, barely, barely beating the Cleveland Browns. I don't know. I sense frustration from all 18 Chargers fans, Brian Middleton. I know they got to be annoyed. No, I hear you, man. My number two uh, is low-hanging fruit,
1: but the frustration's there because of how they started. Even though they've only won one game, I got the Detroit Lions fan yeah, base at delicious. number two. It looks so promising. It looked like we got one side of the ball figured out. We got the offensive side of the ball figured out this is the right coach too and we just got to make sure we get some defense in the third quarter maybe a fourth quarter something mm-hmm. to allow us because we're averaging 30 plus points a game in the first handful of, of games a lot of points and then uh now all of a sudden jerry Goff is who we thought he was articles are popping up left and right uh the lions are who we thought they were and i'm yeah, just like i'm not the closest detroit lions uh, follower of the you know their media but man as a fan Uh, The scarcity and success, you know, I feel for you as a Jags fan. Like, I know it, but at least I got 2017. You know, I don't know what you got. So, uh, it looks like it's going to be a long road to the top for the Detroit Lions, and it's been a long road so far, Casey Kurtz. Who you got for number one?
0: YB in the chat says it best. Jacksonville Jaguars fans is the most frustrated fan base because we don't have nothing to do in this city but eat and wait for the Jags (laughs) to lose. The Jacksonville Jaguars got worse today. Why be drop a good restaurant, man? The Jacksonville Jaguars are the number one most frustrated fan base. It started so well. Things were going well and then it just wasn't. You're losing games you should. Things are bad. Got the coach potentially lying trading away RB1 who turned into RB2, who turned into hurt even though he wasn't on the injury report and then he wasn't injured and now he's a New York Jets. So the frustration is boiling over and if I'm the only one, then I'm the only one, but I know at least YB agrees with me. It's getting annoying around here. Same old Jags on a Tuesday. Here we go again. If they lose to Denver. Oh boy. Oh boy. Ryan, your Why you,
1: why you- you always lying. Yeah. Uh my number one held in the NFC South. Not the Saints, not my Panthers, I was gonna not the too. Falcons. Is this what Tom Brady came back for? <laughs> Is this what he left that beautiful, amazing, gorgeous woman for? Holy smokes! I'm screaming. I hope I'm not overmodulating too That's much not... through your speakers, but holy smokes, man. And I'm a Panthers fan. I'm a Jags fan first now, but I'm a Panthers fan. They should not be winning that game. What is going on around here? No, they should not. Tom Brady going to blow something up. Tom Brady was yelling at somebody last week, was yelling at 300-plus pound men last week. Now they just losing more games, three and four. The good news is they're in the NFC South. They're still tied for first. But you got to be frustrated if you're a Tampa Bay Bucks fan. Right to the south of us, Casey Kurtz.
0: You got to be. There's That's what I got at number one. There's no way to not be frustrated. I'm with you. The Bucks are there as well. We take our last break of the day. Overtime with Kurtz and Middleton. More to do right after this. Almost done on a Tuesday. James Robinson tribute Tuesday is almost in the books. Overtime with Kurtz and Middleton. Brian Middleton, Casey Kurtz. James Robinson's a jet. Things are on the down in Jacksonville. Hopefully they beat the Broncos. Florida Georgia week, though. Hey. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. We're feeling good. More Florida Georgia weeks. We go along. C.C. Jefferson, former Gator, joined the program earlier today. You can go back and listen to that on the podcast as well as on this YouTube video if you're listening. But before we get out of here, Brian Middleton, you got Fat Joe ready? Yesterday's price it's not today's price. We're going back to checking the ticket prices every single day because things are crazy out here. Like, here's the thing, guys. We got to do better. Now, granted, I know a lot of these aren't in Jacksonville, but there are cheap cheap date options around the sports right now, especially the NBA. Okay. Because these tickets are just Way too low, and you can't convince me now after looking at this that anybody gives a crap about the Clippers and the Thunder <laughs> because Brian Middleton, Uh huh. we could go 314 row M2 tickets together. Brian Middleton, five freaking dollars. Wow. Five. five. Okay. Five bucks.
1: That's what I'm talking about.
0: I know what you're thinking. I like it. I know what you're thinking. It could only be those two teams. No, no, no. Luka Doncic is playing tonight against the Pelicans. Zion's not. But Luka is. Young star in the league. Yeah. Brian Middleton. Yeah. I know there's stuff to do in New Orleans. But it's six bucks to get in. Wow. <laughs> six. I like it. On the Talking fli- my language. On the flip side, you want to go to Madison Square Garden tonight? Yeah. Rangers and the defending champion Colorado Avalanche? Okay. Best I can do for you is $95 with fees. Nah, I'm good. Can't do it. Six bucks to see Luca, 95 bucks to watch hockey. That might be the problem. For Brian Middleton, I'm Casey Kurtz. Have a great night, everybody. I want to eat a spicy chicken in my Tesla. <laughs> is it too <laughs> much to <laughs> ask?